Welcome to Behind the Glam. I am your host, Caitlin Grimes. I am a bridal hairstylist, educator, and I'm the owner of BHBK The Academy, my online bridal hairstyling course. This is Behind the Glam, where we talk about the glamorous and not so glamorous side of the beauty industry. Welcome back to Behind the Glam. If you have not heard, we are going to be jumping into weekly episodes that are going to be releasing on Fridays. Now, I'm going to do my best to stick to this schedule, but if I do not, please don't come for me. I am balancing mom life and business life, and I am just doing my best. So if you have a commute or a wedding to go to over the weekend, uh, you can listen to me blab on my mouth every Friday. I'm going to try to have the episodes up by noon. So... (coughs) I am still getting over this like month and a half long, two different sicknesses that I've had, this lingering cough, my voice constantly going in and out, and I am absolutely over it. Uh, It's more irritating because I take so many vitamins and supplements and like I'm still getting sick all the time. So if anybody has any advice to stop constantly catching every single bug, please send it my way. Um, One other thing I do need to mention is my online bridal hairstyling academy, BHBK the Academy, you know, Bridal Hair by Caitlin the Academy, is still open for enrollment. There are 35 different bridal tutorials broken down into 10 different themed courses. All the courses are due at your own pace. You have lifetime unlimited access, so you're able to learn on your own time and your own schedule with no rush, no deadlines or anything like that. Each course is going to come with anywhere from three to five different in-depth tutorials. And it also, and this is like my favorite part about it, this is actually the part that I put so much time in, each course has its own in-depth basic fundamental video, which is like an hour-long video that goes over every basic fundamental of bridal hairstyling you can think of, such as how to curl, how to prep, Um, how to place bobby pins, teasing, crimping, so many different things. It is an hour-long freaking video. It is long, but it is so worth it. And it also comes along with a product knowledge video as well, in addition to the tutorials and a bonus video all about how to DIY color your mannequins to make them look real so that your Instagram feed will look pretty. And then the Academy also features bundle options, so there's not only a price point for everyone, but... You can get so many different styles that you can learn from at a discounted rate. So to enroll, head over to my website. It is bhbktheacademy.teachable.com. I did pay for the domain, bhbktheacademy.com, and for some freaking reason, it does not link to the website. I paid for it. I linked it, and uh, I need to contact customer service because it's very irritating. But Go ahead and enroll and you can join the 150 other hairstylists who are learning how to make Pinterest hair a reality, a bridal hair by Caitlin trademark coming in 2022. So now that we've gotten all of our introductions out of the way, let's jump into today's episode, which is all about social media ruts and imposter syndrome. So I personally think that these are two things that go super hand in hand and they play off of each other way more than we probably realize. And for me, these are like two things that haunt me like a damn sleep paralysis demon just staring at me in the corner of my room. Um, To get into why today's episode is happening, we have to backtrack the last like almost two-ish months. 
So back in February, I launched my academy. Uh, there was six months of a very, very, <coughs> sorry, you guys, I'm trying to get over this cough. <coughs> there was six months of like a crazy heavy workload that led up to this launch. Like I did the math on it with like how long I spent on each video filming and editing and everything like that. And if I was not like a full-time mom at the same time, it would have taken me the equivalent, I think, of nine straight 40-hour weeks of work to get everything done. Um, and I did all of this while having a almost one-year-old Coda. Wow, forgot how to talk there. Coda is going to be one tomorrow. And then my daughter, Addie, turns five in two days. There's one day in between their birthday. Um, doing all of this while balancing being a mom and a wife and a house and everything like that. So uh, it was crazy for six months. So I knew once when I went live with the Academy, I was going to take a little bit of a break from social media because like I freaking needed it. So <clears throat> the way my launch went was it pre-launched for seven days. So that means that the course wasn't even live yet. Everything was done. It just wasn't live yet. Um, and during that pre-launch, I kicked off my quote-unquote break by going to Disney for my 31st birthday. Um, realistically, this trip was for my daughter, but we used my birthday as the excuse. And once we got back from that trip, we got back on a Sunday. Uh, that Monday, which was actual launch day of the Academy, I started to get sick. Now, when I say sick, <coughs> I mean like super, super sick. <coughs> <coughs> I got really freaking sick and I do think some of it like I kind of brought on to myself because I had been saying for months like I think I'm going to get really sick once this launches and I think I spoke that into existence but that sickness made me lose my voice entirely uh, and it lasted for almost two weeks um during that entire time, I was barely posting to socials because it was just at the end of my priority list. Like, I'm still having to take care of two kids every day while I can barely get my ass off, off the couch. And, like, I did not care. It's so funny because I check social media in this, like, because it's my job. Like, it is my job. It is important. I try to be really good about it. But it is very important that I am present and that I am active on there. Um, and it's funny because when I get sick, I just don't give a shit. It's almost like really bad because it's so yin and yang. Like I wish I could balance it better, but I did not care. Uh, I didn't care about staying relevant. I didn't care about any of it. Like I just wanted to not be sick. So I started to feel a little bit better. And then six days later, I got really sick again. Um, I thought it was just allergies, but it was not. And this sickness was the most sick I have been in years. I think because I just hopped from like one little kind of cold that still sucked and made me lose my voice uh, into almost a week later getting really sick again. Um, and I knew it was going to happen. Unfortunately, uh, one thing I can't really control is I have a lot of kids. I have my two kids and I have my three stepsons. And if any of those kids come over sick, it is like how long until I'm sick. And sure enough, one of them came over very sick. And that's what I got. Um, but I listen, I've had COVID twice <laughs> in the past two years. Uh, and this was nothing compared to that. Now, I know I've had COVID very mild both times. Both times I would have had no idea uh, had I not tested. But this one uh, was negative for COVID. But it, I can't even explain to you how sick I was. My coughing was so bad that my husband in the middle of the night was like, you need to go to the ER. And like, I couldn't do it. But 
we're going along with how this gets into a social media, right? Just hang on. So we're talking at this point, I got sick again for like another two weeks. So now I'm at almost a month and a half straight of being sick and barely posting to social media. And that's when the stress kicks in and then the worry and then the panic. And then you just start thinking, oh my God, like I'm not posting. This is not good. This is going to screw up the algorithm. So like that's where I like to say some of the downsides of relying on social media for your business is if you're not doing it uh, and you're not reaching your target audience, you might not be making money. So by the grace of God, seriously, during this time frame, my business was actually still growing. Um, I was still rolling through uh, getting like almost daily enrollments for the academy. So I'm so freaking grateful for that. Um, I think that's because I did a lot of marketing prior, but in a normal situation, if you are not <laughs> posting for a month and a half and you are in a social media rut, you can screw yourself over. So for this episode, during this time frame that I was in this social media rut, if you will, um, I learned a lot about mentally. I was thinking of what I could do to still kind of stay relevant and what I should have done properly to prepare. So I'm going to give you guys some tips and tricks on how to mentally manage a social media rut and how to get yourself out of it and what you can do during the process of it. So tip number one, and I don't even think this is tip number one. I guess we could call this realization number one or just like the number one thing I want you to know if you are in a social media rut and you are not posting is that no one really cares and no one really freaking notices that you're gone, okay? If that comes off harsh, that is not my intention, but it is true. Like, like think about it from your social media perspective. Do you ever really notice when people aren't posting or do you just assume that the algorithm, assume that the algorithm is just being stupid and you're not seeing it, right? <coughs> That's me. I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't even know that they weren't posting once I see they're like, hey, I'm back post didn't notice I assumed it was the algorithm right so I probably have like 10 ish people that I actively pay attention to on social media and like if I see they posted a story I will check it and aside from those people like I will probably not notice if anybody's on a hiatus meaning these people that are following you probably aren't noticing that you're on a hiatus either so when you are taking a break or you're in a social media rut, do not stress because most people are wrapped up in their own posts anyways and checking their own analytics to notice what is going on on your page. So tip number two is kind of like the first one. It's not necessarily a tip, but more of a realization. <coughs> um, it's that just understand that this happens to absolutely everybody and like I don't think there's anybody on this planet except some dude who like lives their everyday life like they're on an episode of Naked and Afraid and have like no social media or cell phone or like running water. Um, everybody that has some form of social media, uh, probably except my husband who seriously, <laughs> this dude, God bless him, lives like it is like 2002 before social media even happens. Like we're going to go on a, get a little off track here, but like he has never been good with a phone. Like back in 2008, like when we first got together, never been good with a phone. He, he's just not good with socials. Like it's so funny. But anyway, aside from the naked and afraid guy and Bobby, um, there isn't anybody who doesn't feel some sort of pressure around social media. Um, I personally have always been somebody that takes such like solace. I don't know if that's the right word there, but we'll go with it. 
um, and understanding that like we're all human we all have the same emotions we're all stressed about the same shit so like why be stressed about it right like like for example like I was a kid that never got nervous on the first day of school because we're all nervous so why be nervous if everybody else is nervous right same thing like we all get into these ruts we're all going to get into feeling pressure so like what is the point of beating ourselves up over it you know just do what you need to do mentally move on and then whatever so that's number two now let's go into this is an actual tip tip number three and this one's going to be a little bit longer because we have a little bit more of a um, explanation as to why. And this is extremely important. Tip number three, <clears throat> when you are in a rut, if you can, and this is important, and I did do this during my month and a half rut, start recycling old content, okay? And I'm going to explain why. Don't just not post for a month and a half. You need to recycle some old shit. Go through, scroll down through your page, find old posts that did really well, and repost them. Like, most likely you've gained followers since that post did really well, so you can go ahead and repost it, and it can, like, blow up again. And <coughs> not only does this keep you out of a rut, if you will, but it also keeps you relevant in the social media algorithm. So let me dive a little bit more into this, because this is extremely important in understanding how this algorithm works. So the algorithm is a computer. This computer software's job is to show you stuff that it thinks you want to see. The more people interact with a post, such as comment, like, view, especially share it, the more that computer brain goes, <clears throat> ooh, people like this and want to see this, which means the more it's going to push your post to the front of people's news feeds. So this is where being in a rut can actually kind of screw you a little bit with the algorithm if you are not posting anything for a long time. Because the moment that you start posting again, it's going to take a while for the algorithm to calculate that it needs to go back to promoting your posts more on people's news feeds because there's been so little interaction for a long time. So it kind of thinks uh, nobody gives a shit respectfully. Um, anytime I don't post for like more than a week, it takes me days to get my analytics back where they were before my little hiatus. So I usually recommend don't go more than three or four days without something. I am saying that as somebody who constantly goes a week or more at times and every single time it is so hard to pull back out of the algorithm rut. Like if you look at my real views, you can tell when I'm posting frequently and when I'm not because I'll have some reels for some reason only get like 5,000 views and then normally I'm getting like at least 15,000 views on a reel. So you can actually tell based off of what my views are <clears throat> on those reels how much I was posting at that time and how much I was not. And one of the last tips that I have about being in a social media rut before we get into our imposter syndrome section is if you are going to take a break from socials and you know ahead of time you're going to do it, pre-plan your content ahead of time. Go ahead, film some reels, change your shirt, dig through that camera roll, find pictures you haven't posted before, and just mentally think every couple of days just to recycle something or post some of your previously filmed content, and it will make your quote-unquote rut so much easier to maneuver and not piss off the algorithm at the same time. So I am hopping into this portion of the episode. This is about a couple of days later since I recorded the first half. And there has been some changes to our beloved, if you will, 
Instagram algorithm in that time frame and holy shit. So Instagram recently just um, came out with the option to change what comes up on your news feed. And I think what's been going on is it is auto-changing so many people's stuff because all of my analytics right now are tanking worse than they have ever tanked. Like, I have one reel that currently only has 1,200 views. And, like, back when my account had 300 followers, I was getting more than 1,000 views on a video. And I am at, like, 33,000 followers. So there is a big problem right now with the analytics so i'm going to kind of dive in that a little bit more i'm going to start posting some reels regularly and probably come back to you guys with an episode on how to fix this problem and get out of the social media rut that instagram is doing to you versus you doing to it so when i got ready to do the imposter syndrome portion of this episode i was kind of faced with two different little issues if you will one being do we just sit here and talk about what imposter syndrome is or do we just talk about how to kind of pull ourselves out of it now what was interesting is when i announced that i was going to kind of touch a little bit on imposter syndrome i got a lot of messages from people who were like yes i need to hear this I struggle with this so badly, so I decided instead of us talking about what it is, I think that we all need a little bit of a pep talk because like I know I do. I struggle with this so bad and I always said I wanted this podcast to be like it was two friends sitting down at a Starbucks just half, sorry, my computer just went off, like half talking shit, half venting to each other, half being a support system. Uh, I like how I said half and I said three different things, but whatever so we are going to now talk about imposter syndrome how does imposter syndrome play into social media and social media ruts really quick i'm sorry for the mic change right there i'm talking into this mic and i actually realized it was facing up towards the ceiling and not towards me just because you have that little filter in front of it and i fixed it and now i can see on the computer that the sound levels are so much better so i'm sorry if it was like muffled and then like holy shit there she is but Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome falls into this social media rut because you catch yourself saying like, why does it even fucking matter if I post? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Who's paying attention? And then you get into this crazy state of overthinking, which can cause such a result in you really questioning your own self-worth, which fucking sucks. So imposter syndrome to me is one of the hardest things to deal with on social media because it's going to drastically affect your mindset. So we're going to dive into what the actual definition of imposter syndrome is because I think that that one sentence speaks for itself. And I know when I read it, I felt like like it, it hit so hard. So by definition, when you type it in Google, the first thing that pops up is imposter syndrome is a persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts and skills. Like, <laughs> why you got to call me out like that? Um, I suffer from this really badly. Like, I struggle with accepting any form of success and I constantly find myself like belittling it or like making excuses for it instead of just accepting like, Girl, you put the fucking work in. Like, you did this. This wasn't some magical thing that happened. Nothing was just handed to you. Like, you did this and you deserve all of the success and all of the pride in that, right? Um, 
And I'm not less just because my brain tries to convince me otherwise. And I think that's like one of the hardest things for me to get out is like getting out of my own head. Um, The only reason I think I even take account into others' thoughts of me is because our brains get so poisoned by social media. So think about it. Like you could be listening to this and doing this for me. You could be looking at my page and seeing that I launched this academy and all of this great stuff and thinking like I can't do that. How did she do that? I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's so not true. And that is just the imposter syndrome just completely taking over you. And it is so unnecessary. You need to take everyone else out of it. You need to focus just on you. Okay. I've said this in previous episodes and I'm going to say it again because I know it needs to be repeated. And I know some people episode hop. I do this with podcast episodes, but this is one of my biggest, most Uh, dramatic, if you will, pieces of advice I like to give people when it comes to determining goals and shit like that, right? Imagine you are writing a list of everything you've ever wanted and you want to achieve. And imagine I said to you before you wrote this list, hey, everything on that piece of paper is going to come true. It doesn't matter what, everything you write down will come true. You would probably go apeshit. You would write down all of your wildest dreams because you just knew it was going to happen and there was no poisonous brain trying to convince you otherwise, right? You would let all your hopes and dreams just come flowing out on that piece of paper and you wouldn't give a shit what anybody thought. You wouldn't even think about anybody else and what they were looking at and what they have done. You would know in your soul exactly what it is that you want to happen and you would know it would come true. So you would write it down, right? You're not going to question anything you write down because you know in your soul you want it. So why are you questioning yourself as is? It's no different. The imposter syndrome is bullshit. Like you're in control of your life. No one else is. You have the ability to be successful, healthy, happy, in a great relationship, whatever else you need. You control that. Like do not let imposter syndrome pollute your brain and make you feel inferior. Your success is deserved. You worked your ass off for it. Whether you booked 10 brides that year and it's your first year doing hair or you tackled a brand new updo you've never tried before or you hit a six-figure year or whatever it is. Let's pretend you're real. Hit 10,000 views and you are excited about that. It's not a fluke. You did something to put the work in and that is deserved and you should be fucking proud of that. What you achieved was legitimately done because you did it. Nothing just happens. You don't just magically have things handed to you. I'm sure some people are going to say, yeah, you do, blah, 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 but really not. There are steps that lead up to this success that you guys only see the front page of. There's a whole book behind that, right? Everything's going to require some level of work and drive. And if you aren't where you need to be yet or where you want to be yet, keep fucking going. Do not let any form of imposter syndrome or intimidation, or a social media rep, or anything like that, prevent that from happening because it's all bullshit. Just pretend your life is you writing down on a piece of paper all of these hopes and dreams that you want, and they're going to fucking come true. So this is going to sound cheesy, and I hate myself for it, but I'm going to say this because this is what like legitimately comes to my mind here, and I was talking to my husband about this, and like I... first off I love my husband more than words I always say that like since I met him at 17 I know when I die if I were to ask God hey who's my soulmate I am 
every cell in my body, I know that it, it is him. Um, but I was telling him to him the other day, the magic and everything is in the journey. Uh, it's not in the result. The lessons are in the journey. That feeling of accomplishment you get when you achieve a goal, that is there because of the journey. Like the journey is the magic, not the end goal. It's when you can look back and you can see all of those steps that you took to got where to get where you got. What the heck? To get where you are. Woo! It's like a mini stroke there. That is where the magic is. So whether you want to be an influencer or book a hundred weddings a year or get a brand deal, get into education, whatever the hell it may be, your magic is going to be in your journey. And the moments that you look back on and you are most proud about are going to be from that journey. And do not let imposter syndrome pollute that. I keep using the word pollute because it is just the best word for it. Keep going. Don't let your brain to convince you to stop just because what you see other people doing on social media and the way that they inspire you, you need to inspire yourself because at the end of the day, imposter syndrome does nothing but hurt you. And do not let one tiny fucking thought take control over your big dreams. You can do anything. You can learn anything. You can hit any level of the business you want. Just politely tell that imposter syndrome to go fuck themselves and do it anyway. Well, that turned into a TED Talk um, really, really quick. I didn't mean to get all Tony Robbins on you guys. I personally, <laughs> this is such a weird thing that nobody knows about me. Maybe not weird, but like I love personal development shit. Like if you look at my YouTube search history, it is nothing but personal development videos. That's all I read in books. I think that like growing yourself is one of the best things you can do for your life. And if you grow yourself, everything else grows. Uh, that's not what today's episode is about, but that is why sometimes I get a little soapboxy and stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day, you guys, imposter syndrome is bullshit. And just like that cheesy little meme I always see on Instagram where it says you have no idea who you are inspiring in the process, so keep going. I absolutely mean that within my soul. You have no idea who you are inspiring. Like, just keep going. Keep powering through it. Fuck a social media rut, even if the algorithm is coming after you like it's coming after me right now. Fuck that shit. Just keep going. Don't let imposter syndrome kick you in the ass and your life will be so beautiful and full of abundance if you just let it happen and you put in the work and get out of your own head. So that is all for today's episode. Uh, this was supposed to be released on Friday, April 8th, but that was my daughter's fifth birthday and I didn't want to be in here recording the last bit on her birthday. So it is releasing uh, today, Monday. I will have another episode for you guys this week. I think I'm going to do the client horror stories that were submitted to me like a year ago. I've been saving them. And I think that's the episode that we are going to do on the next one. I do want to apologize for all of the background coughing that goes on in this episode. I'm doing, doing the best I can. But as always, you guys are amazing. You guys are beautiful. Keep powering through shit and following your dreams. And I will see you guys in our next episode.